Hello and welcome to the Padded Podcast. I'm here to tell you today that your motorcycle is better than you. But before I explain that, I invite you to hit the subscribe button, the bell notification icon, and please do like and share. So, the motorcycle is better than you. It's a big statement to make, right? But it's 100% true. But why are we talking about it? One of the most common things we see on PowerDrift on my Instagram is people saying that their motorcycle is not performing the way they'd like it to because maybe the tires are too skinny so they're not working very well or the frame isn't handling very well or whatever. And I'm here to tell you that over 20 years of experience what I've come to realize is that for most of us our motorcycles are better than we are. And what I mean by that is that our ability to extract all the performance that the motorcycle is capable of is very very limited but the manufacturer's ability to deliver performance has increased leaps and bounds at the top of the mountain where the 200 bhp bikes are honestly there'll be like 8 or 10 riders on the whole of the earth who will be able to extract the full potential and performance of any of these motorcycles most of us will struggle to achieve that level for the rest of our lives and this unfortunately for us is also true for 100 cc bikes scooters 150 cc bikes bikes that we don't think are extraordinarily capable or very very fast and even then our ability to extract that performance is very very limited think about it like this if i were to invite my friend valentino rossi who's retired and obviously has nothing to do and i tell him hey why don't you come down to india we'll both go for a ride and let's say we both pick the most common motorcycle on indian roads the splendor and we to go for a ride you'd immediately say that valentino rossi would be faster right Let's assume that we are in traffic and I have an advantage because I understand Indian traffic better than Rossi. I might have a small advantage, but you can bet that he will figure out how this thing works much faster than I have and he will immediately be at least at the same pace or faster. But if we were to go to a race track, I'd be just lost. I would not see Valentino Rossi more than one or two corners at a time because even on a 100cc bike, his ability to extract performance and use it to his advantage is much larger than mine. The point I want to make here today is that your ability to extract performance from your motorcycle is only limited by your thought process there's nothing else stopping you if you think about it me valentino rossi kartikeya singhi rohan albal varun painter we all have the exact same tools to operate motorcycles with we use our feet for braking and gear changes we use our hands for the front brake for the clutch for the throttle we look at the world through our eyes we perceive what's going on with our ears and eyes our brain processes this information and the difference is Valentino Rossi has a very advanced system of doing it. Singhi's system is clearly better than mine because he's faster than me. Varun Painter and I look at the world slightly differently, but we can both produce a fairly consistent fast result. And this is not a function of what my motorcycle has as equipment. The thing that we fall into the trap of and it's very common in more areas than just motorcycling is when something goes wrong, we blame the equipment. So, if you were to go into a corner and you slid out and the motorcycle fell, hopefully you're not injured, you'll get up and you'll say it was the road surface or it was the tires but the question is was it you because honestly if it was the road surface you can't fix it i mean you can petition the government and we know how fast the government reacts to things like this so the chances are that road is not going to change significantly if you were to decide that it was the tires in theory you can go out and get a better set of tires but if you fail to examine whether the problem was caused by your input on the brake on the throttle or how you shifted body position or something in the middle of the corner you will continue to blame the equipment without ever realizing what the real problem was and the problem was you why is this important when i started road testing in the early 2000s i wasn't really given a guide as to how do you road test and my skills were limited at best and i honestly when i read those road tests now i'm not horrifyingly wrong but i've reached all kinds of conclusions that were just completely unwarranted 
Over the years though, I've become better at it and I think today my road tests are fairly accurate and I'm able to ride a motorcycle much closer to the limit than I've ever been able to before. But it's taken a lot of learning to get to the point where I can decide that when I went into the corner and say the motorcycle wallowed or weaved, I can figure out whether I caused the wallow or weave or did the motorcycle cause the wallow or weave, right? If I caused the wallow or weave, then I can't A, blame the equipment for it and B, here is something that I need to learn from it. But if I were to decide at all of these stages that it was always the equipment that was causing the problem, the problem actually never goes away. You just keep getting better and better equipment and wondering why eventually you run into the exact same problems because you haven't solved the actual nub of the issue, which is your riding skill. The thing you need to understand about motorcycling, and it's very different from practically every other leisure activity that we do, is that motorcycling is a non-intuitive activity. Your motorcycle never actually does what you think it should. I mean, at the very basic level, uh, we haven't covered counter steering on the simplified series, but effectively you push right to go right. Effectively, you turn the handlebar left to make a right turn. It is counterintuitive. A lot of times when you see an object on the road, your job is to look away from the object of the road to escape it. But if you continue to look at it, which is the normal human reaction, you will run into it or over it. In the same way, when a cow suddenly walks into the road, most of us will go for the brakes and usually the smarter solution is to go around the cow rather than try to stop. If you're going fast enough, you will not be able to stop and eventually you'll use the cow as an addendum to your front brake, right? What I'm trying to tell you is motorcycling is a highly skilled activity and it needs you to bring the skill to the table, which means you have to think about what you did and upgrade your skills. Because if you don't and you continue to blame the equipment, you're not getting any faster. Now, let me give you an example at the racetrack. We go to the school quite a bit and I ride with a whole bunch of my friends. Some of them are machines that are faster than mine, some of them are machines that are slower than mine. A lot of these guys invest quite a bit of money in equipment. So my Tuono runs uh, M9RRs from Metzeler. They are street tires, but sporty street tires. A bunch of friends of mine, they run slicks. And it doesn't automatically mean that the guy on slicks is going to go faster than me. It's a function of can he extract all the performance that these slicks will bring to his motorcycle or do I have the ability to extract more from my M9s and go faster than him, right? But the thing about our track is, is they're a non-competitive environment, which means I can always go up to a person like this. I can ask Anand who runs the school for us or I can ask Rishi who's one of the fastest guys at the racetrack and say, hey Rishi, when you go into that corner, you're going so fast, what are you doing? And I had this question about a specific corner just recently. And the thing about it is, he will tell you that this is his method of riding the motorcycle, which gives me an insight as to how I would ride my motorcycle. But the advanced riders will never tell you that, you know what you should do? You should also put slicks, then you'll go faster. Because it's not ever about the equipment, it is about what have you gotten now and how much can you make of that. You know the biggest advantage of this? It's also the cheapest way to do it. See, if I were to buy a 150cc motorcycle today and learn how to ride it so that I'm using all of the performance, I haven't spent a single buck extracting all of this performance, right? I've just been able to use more of what the motorcycles already got. But the skills that I've enjoyed developing on this motorcycle also translate, right? So if I were to buy a 390 after this 160, I would be able to ride the 390 harder as well. But if I had decided that what my 150 lacks was better tires and put better tires on it and learned absolutely nothing from it, I would have gone faster. Better tires will make you faster. But when I go back to the 390, I go back to the 390 with all of the same problems of my riding skill that I already had on the 150, which means my unlock has not actually arrived. And then I will go through the loop of saying, you know what, on the 160, I changed tires and I went faster. So my 390 needs better tires, but does it? So this is not going to be a very long episode and the point that I want to make to you is your motorcycle's brakes, the engine, the frame, the suspension, the tires, all usually have more ability than you have skills to unlock.
And to me, the biggest upgrade you can do to your motorcycle is bring more skill to the table. That's where the real performance unlock is. And this performance unlock travels with you. So as you go up the chain in your motorcycle journey from small motorcycles to larger ones, from slow ones to faster ones, these skills come with you. And since you're aware of them, you'll grow them further and you will eventually become a faster, safer, smoother, better rider, having invested very little money in useless pieces of equipment. Okay. I do say useless pieces of equipment, but a grippier tire is not useless. But if you can't use it, then whether it is grippy or not, it's not really adding up to anything. This is why when I modify motorcycles, I have to go through the process of thinking about what will this add to my life. And it's very easy for me to say, I think I'm going to need a phone mount because I'm going to run navigation on this motorcycle a lot. Or uh, I'm going to put lights on this motorcycle because I travel through the night a lot. But when somebody says, put an EC on your bike or change the exhaust to a more powerful one, the question is, am I able to use this motorcycle's performance as it is today so much that I need an upgrade on that front? Then my next question is, am I willing to spend 40,000 rupees on an ECU when a 10,000 rupees sprocket will do the same job? So again, the idea is, what do I bring to the table first and then what does the motorcycle need from me? And honestly, most of you are not able to unlock the full capability of your motorcycle and to me, I invite you to try that out. I do understand that given how India is, how the traffic is, how the roads are, this is not an easy thing to do for yourself. A, I would say invest in schools. Okay, uh, I was road testing from the year 2000 onwards. I didn't discover a motorcycle school till, I don't know, 2009 or 8 or something like that. I think 2007 is the first ever time I went to the racetrack at all. I went to the CSS uh, and yeah, I did not pay the 50, 60,000 rupees for the weekend. I was a journalist. I was invited to do a story. So I had a free seat. Great, big advantage for me. But that weekend showed me there is so much more about how to ride a motorcycle well that I just wasn't aware of. I'd read about it. I'd read all the books on it at that point of time and I just wasn't able to implement it because the environment to implement it never happened to me. But once I did that first school with CSN, then I, did, I think did three schools with Indy Motard before I became an instructor with Indy Motard, I suddenly realized that the racetrack is a great environment where there are people who will willing to help you of their own free will to show you what the better way to ride a motorcycle is. And from that day till now, my riding has come leaps and bounds and all of the stuff that I've learned applies to all the motorcycles I ride. As you are today, you might have access to one, two, if you have a group of friends, maybe five or six motorcycles. As a road tester, I see that much in a month. But I'm able to ride all of them faster because I spent time developing my skill first. So when I jump on a Panigale V4, or I jump on the new unicorn, or I jump on something in the middle, an ADV, I am not out of sorts because I'm bringing quite a bit of skill to the table now. And that's what I'm inviting you to do. Bring skill to the table. So if you're in the mind saying, I have a 390, I'd like it to go faster. Should I put a 40,000 rupee exhaust on it? I would say spend the 40,000 rupees going to a school. A school will give you a better unlock. Think about your fitness. Your fitness will give you a better unlock. Think about riding smoothly rather than riding fast. If you go smooth, you can go quite fast. But if you decide to go fast, but you're not smooth, it will not last. So, in sum, your motorcycle can do more than you think it can. And what it needs you to bring to the table is your riding skill, which needs to be unlocked. I hope that this sparks a thought in your brain. You're going to think about how to ride your motorcycle better and make you a better rider in the process. To me, the fastest way to do this, it's not the cheapest way to do it, but the fastest way to do this is to go to a school. We obviously do run a school and obviously it is of benefit to me if you come to my school, but any school, go to a school, if you're at a beginner level, even an intermediate level, any half decent school will give you a huge improvement in your riding skills. 
Thank you so much for watching. This is Pardrift. This is the podcast. If there are specific topics you'd like us to discuss, leave us a comment. If you have more thoughts on this, do leave us a comment. We try and respond to every single comment there is. And if there are interesting ideas in there, the discussion is usually fun. So I look forward to your comments on this. Thank you so much for watching. Do hit the four buttons for me, please. The subscribe, the bell notification icon, like and share. Thank you.